He was an honorary member of the Rotary Club. He received keys to the city. He met Andre the Seal, another great Wikipedia page. He flew to the capital, Augusta, to meet the governor and the secretary of state. He wanted to go to McDonald's and flip hamburgers. Like, that was his wish for his 50th birthday. That's the true American experience, though. Depths of Wikipedia. You're listening to Depths of Wikipedia with Annie Rowarda and Ha Jin Yu. Nick Aspen. Funny. He never married. The Battle of the Joshes. I thought this was a metaphor. A place known as the body part. This place got old man stink. Harry Fall. It's time to invoke the first law of holes. Oh, bodega cat. When you're in one. Tell us about your bike, the last couple. Stop, Higgin. Doctor, what about the Highway hypnosis. A ghost mall. Press any key to continue. Wikipedia. Hey guys, welcome back to the Depths of Wikipedia podcast. I'm Hajin. I'm joined by Annie. Hello, Annie. What's up? Hello, hello. I am doing so well. I just had a matcha ice cream for the first I time. I saw that on your story. It looked really good. It was like matcha and boba. I both know. Of those things. Truly such a party. Um, and if my day wasn't going well enough already, I'm super excited about our topic. We're talking about <laughs> Erwin Cruz, um, just absolute legend traveler. He was a German tourist who got mistaken. And when he landed in Maine, he thought he was in San Francisco. Uh, it was the 70s and he became a national celebrity for a few days before we get into it though i was thinking about uh, flights gone wrong and mm-hmm. clicking around as one does and i found a, an article that's a little different but i was like oh maybe this will be a good warm-up so as an opening segment i'm gonna read you parts of the article on wikipedia about an airline called backpackers express and hajin you're gonna have to fill in the blanks Are you down to play? Oh, you know I am. Let's hear it. Okay. Backpackers Express was an airline, and it hopes to attract Uh backpackers by offering relatively low fares, fitting the Boeing 747s with a, hmm. Balloons. (laughs) Great guess. Wrong. (laughs) They outfitted the Boeing 747s with a pub. They also provided live hmm to passengers. Music? Entertainment. We'll take it. We'll take (laughs) it. Yeah, we're taking it. The air crew would encourage passengers to socialize. And hmm hmm would provide information (laughs) on their culture. Blank, blank. Uh-huh. Flight attendants. <laughs> that guess makes so much sense. But the actual answer. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What is it? It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Indigenous Australians. <laughs> <gasps> so they were just, they, they invited them onto the plane just to explain the culture. Right, so the airline was based out of Australia. So as we'll learn, it was also planned to conduct karaoke and hmm competitions during the flight. Hot dog eating. (laughs) 
good guess. Dance competitions. Wait, what? Dance competitions. Oh, okay. I could have gotten that. The Boeing 747s were to be fitted with 473 seats, which was how many more than a typical airplane? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, a hundred. <laughs> Do you think that's actually correct? Are you serious? Oh my yeah. gosh. In I December, know my brains. In December 2003, it was reported that there was an in-principle agreement for Carlton and United Breweries to be the airline's, quote, official brewer. So that was all in 2003. But then things took a turn. Investors were reluctant to provide funding due to concerns over the impact on the aviation industry of the hmm hmm um, safety concerns. <laughs> that totally makes sense, but it's actually <laughs> inexplicably the Iraq War. <laughs> oh, shoot. There was actually oh, wow. one other reason. So it was the Iraq War and the hmm hmm. Okay, so the Iraq War, like early 2000s, um, McRib returning. (laughs) Great guess. That's actually what I would have thought, too. It's actually the SARS epidemic. (laughs) Oh, okay. Kind of, wait, SARS comes from uh, meat, doesn't it? SARS is the one that's very similar to COVID. Oh, never mind. COVID is a version of SARS. Okay. All right. So thanks for playing. I really gave you nothing. And the fact that you got one right is honestly super impressive. That is so, crazy. I, I do feel ridiculous for some of the answers I gave. <laughs> but once again, you did give me nothing. So um, anyways, that was a great little segue into our hero today and airline travel in general. Just a fun little behind the scenes. This was actually our first episode, but there was some recording complications so we had to scrap that episode but i'm very excited to return to it because erwin cruz is such a good story like annie said he was a brewery worker from aldisred i'm totally butchering that um it's in germany near munich near oktoberfest and the key point here is that he spoke you know virtually no english and he had never really traveled like he didn't have that much experience i mean he took like a flight to Berlin once and, you know, to Switzerland. But um, when he went to um, America, that was like his first real air travel and international travel. So this is where our incident begins. Oh, and it's just quite the incident. So quite delectable. Basically, this man who was a brewery worker had some time off work and he decided to travel to San Francisco as he where was, you are right now yeah i'm actually Crazy. there right now some, some <laughs> field research the airplane he was in stopped for fuel in a small town in maine and the flight attendant was ending her shift so she said goodbye to everyone and erwin who had no idea how to speak english felt that that was his cue to leave and so he disembarked with the flight attendant thought he was in California, and took a taxi to the city. He reportedly asked the taxi for, quote, sleep. And so the taxi took him to the Bangor House Hotel. So Bangor. Yeah, truly. Good on the taxi driver. Yeah. 
the helpers all over the place. So this is like some very like um, small town friendliness, which we continue to see anyways. Yeah, Bangor, which I was not super familiar with before the story, is the third largest city in Maine behind Portland and Lewiston. And it's not very big, but it does have a really interesting folkloric lumberjack Paul Bunyan um, statue. It's 31 feet tall. And the reason he's there is because Bangor had a former status as a timber hub. Additionally, it has the house of esteemed writer Stephen King. So, you know, it wow. might not be San Francisco, but it's definitely but it is pretty cool. Foot. Yeah, consider Bangor, Maine for your next getaway. Yep, this is definitely not sponsored. <laughs> then, but it could be. <laughs> while staying at the Bangor House Hotel... Erwin Cruz tried to find the Golden Gate Bridge for four days. Oh he my God. He knew that California was supposed to have a Golden Gate Bridge. He knew that there was supposed to be a bunch of Chinese restaurants around. So he just looked desperately for those things. He eventually found two Chinese restaurants like a bit outside the city and he thought, okay, maybe this is it. So <laughs> he dined at one and he thought he was in Chinatown. He saw one Chinese restaurant and was like, this is Chinatown. <laughs> this is He's it. He's so cute. Eventually, he, you know, really came to his senses and realized, like, he must be in a suburb. So he was super confused when he had to leave his room um, in the hotel. But what was happening was it was parents weekend at the University of Maine. So he got a taxi and he asked the taxi to take him to the city. And this was the point, four days after being there, that he finally realized that he was 3,000 miles away from his destination. (laughs) So he just took it all to the pub. He entered a pub called, uh, guess guess the name, actually don't, it's the Bangor Pub. (laughs) I would have guessed that. You're an amazing guesser, as as we've established. And Erwin starts telling the bartender like he tries to order something and someone overheard him struggling to communicate like he this guy only speaks german and the people that overhear him they speak german and so these just helpful people gertrude and kenneth romine they came and they helped him translate. So this is the first time in four days that someone's been able to understand him. And he tells them his situation, like, hey, I'm in San Francisco, like I'm, I'm trying to get to the city. And they sit him down and tell him, like, sorry, Erwin, but like, we, you are not in San Francisco. Um, they give him the complete picture and they tell their friends and it's not, in. Like, it's not super clear how it happens, but eventually it gets picked up by the local press. And this is where Erwin Cruz goes from just unlucky traveler to short-lived celebrity. For the next 10 days in October, he was just, like, the VIP of Bangor, Maine. He was the guest of honor at Oktoberfest event because he's from near Munich. Um... He was an honorary member of the local Native American tribe. He was an honorary Uh member of the Rotary Club. He received keys to the city. He met Andre the Seal, another great Wikipedia page. 
He flew to the capital, <laughs> Augusta, to meet the governor and the secretary of state. He wanted to go to McDonald's and flip hamburgers. Like, that was his wish for his 50th birthday. That's and the true American experience, though. It really is. It really <laughs> he is. He got the full experience. Imagine him just, like, in the back of McDonald's, like, with the keys to the city, like, around his neck in a big chain, just yeah, living big, his best big life. Key, big spatula. Yeah, truly. Flipping burgers. Like, I'm in America. <laughs> He Drinking had a Budweiser. Okay, not yeah. one, not two, but three marriage proposals. And finally, this is definitely <laughs> the most impressive. He was given an acre of land from a family there. So, you know, I don't really feel bad for him at all. This is amazing. He, he <laughs> might like not have made it to his destination. Like, so many milestones in just like 10 days. Like he got land. He got married. He got... Or not married, but he got some proposals. He's got a job. He, I don't know, like he just he lives such a like cool life for just ten days, Mo- more than most people live in a lifetime. Literally, all these things are my bucket <laughs> bucket list. Now Honorary they are. Member of Rotary Club. Meet Andre the Seal. <laughs> meet the governor. Is of he Maine. alive? <laughs> not anymore, sadly. Damn, <laughs> a real one. Anyway, then the news went national. Uh, apparently in October 1977, there was just nothing going on. So he was picked up by Time Magazine, the Associated Press, the Today Show, the CBS Evening Show, two nights in a row because he was such a hit. I, I think you guys, like, if you see a picture of him, you'll get it. He has these, like, big cheeks that are kind of red, like, as if he's been playing outside all day on, like, a snowy day. He looks he's super friendly. He's a little German boy. Yeah, but he's 50. <laughs> yeah. But he's just so endearing looking. He's cute. Yeah, really earnest looking. I mean, he he tried looking for the Golden Gate Bridge for four days. Like, most <laughs> people would give up after, like, 20 minutes. But not Irwin. Um, yeah, anyways. Um, so, once he's, you know, on all of these news outlets, the SF Examiner, the top trusted source by San Franciscans, um, they saw this story and they were super amused by it. And they announced that they would fly crews out to SF like, you know, he originally planned. So on October 26th, they fly him in. And the first, his first impression of San Francisco was like that there weren't a lot of trees. I don't know if that was like something... They told him in Germany, like, oh, man, when you go to San Francisco, <laughs> you got to check out the trees. I don't know. like The Redwoods. Anyway. The Redwoods. Is it famous? The Redwoods are pretty close, and those are super famous. I mean, you're in San Francisco right now. Like, have you been, like, particularly affected or astonished by the by the trees? I mean, it's no Maine, but I... It's not Bangor, Maine. I think it's, you know, fine for me. But honestly, like, I've never been to Bangor, Maine. Maybe that would really change my taste. <laughs> You'd be, yeah, lots of trees there. Um, but despite the lack of trees, he is, he's still loving it. He's treated, like, even more like a king. He He's like an emperor at this point. Um, he gets keys to the city from Mayor George Moscone. He's inducted into the Wong Family Association during a banquet in Chinatown. 
Um, I looked into it, and the Wong Family Association is a mutual benefit nonprofit established to help Chinese clansmen find each other in foreign land. It's typically only offered to, you know, Chinese people, especially, like, their last name is Wong, but... They loved this story, and they're like, "We need him in this in this nonprofit organization." This silly German man. Yeah, silly German man. But it kind of makes sense though, because he was like in this foreign land, and I think they were trying to like provide some community. I'm not sure. Um, he was um, invited to a rodeo at the Cow Palace, which is an indoor arena, and he was giving a standing ovation when he entered the ring and given a white cowboy hat, um, just as he was given a Native American headdress in Maine. Later, um, Frederick Weisinger, the president of a brewing company, gave him a case of beer and joked that they had a lot in common because his great-grandfather and founder of the Blitz Weinhardt Brewing Company um, it still exists. He tried to go from Germany to San Francisco in the 1850s, but ended up in Oregon. Oh, my gosh. So a brewery owner said, oh, my gosh, my grandpa did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was a joke. What What are the odds of that? So I guess we won't know, but I don't know. German travelers trying to go to San Francisco, like, <laughs> be vigilant. I guess it's brutal out there. <laughs> yeah, isn't that your guys' thing? <laughs> I mean, um, like, one instance like this, like, but two? I was going to say shame on you, but that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> it's like that, like, um, Dr. Doofenshmirtz meme template where it's like, if I had a nickel for every time, like, insert specific thing here, I'd have two nickels, which isn't that much, <laughs> but it's a, mo- a lot more than you'd think. Um, like, two Germans, like, trying to go to America and end up not where they need to be. Kind of a lot. Anyways, we don't know if this is a joke or not, but <laughs> yeah. But as all good things, they have to end one day. So on October 31st, uh, a winter, a, a, a chilly Hollow's Eve, <laughs> um, really trying to set the scene, he flew out to West Germany with a huge luggage tag provided by Airline World Airline saying, please. Let me off in Frankfurt, Bita, um, which means thank you in German. Okay. Um, and truly, you guys need to like look up how comically large this luggage tag is. <laughs> comically it's, large. It's the size of his torso. It's really cute. Like, it's like when, you know, you're sending off your son to like first grade and he just has like this big backpack on with his name on it. It's just, it's really earnest. It really is. I'm imagining him, like, still carrying the keys to the city from San Francisco and Bangor, too. Just lots on his on his necklace. Just huge novelty items. Yeah. So this is where, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, we would tell him, quit while you're ahead. Like, yeah. let, you know, your celebrity just die here. But unfortunately... Uh, he did not quit while he was ahead. The story takes a bit of a turn. The Wikipedia section now is second trip, the price of celebrity, um, which will be followed by third trip, the limits of celebrity. I mean, props to the editor who did that. He was really trying to craft a narrative. I know. It's just super or dramatic. Or she, or they. No, that's true. Good catch. Um, also, yep. um, <laughs> 
please close the gender editing gap on Wikipedia while we're talking about it. It's like 80 some percent male on the English Wikipedia. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So true, bestie. <laughs> a life insurance company asked Erwin Cruz to officiate a ribbon cutting ceremony at the new shopping mall in Bangor. It's a very American thing, once again. It was a total PR stunt, but Aaron Cruz totally did it. And after, he drove all the... I can imagine that's, like, such a high honor back at, like, when malls were at, like, the peak of their popularity. Like, cutting open the mall ribbon. Late 70s? Those bad boys were opening up probably, like, every day. Oh, my God. Left and right. So he came for the mall, he did the opening, and then he had a super fun road trip with the original couple that translated German for him. He drove all the way to the Grand Canyon with them. So, so far everything was good. He was doing some marketing gigs for a different beer in the States, Um, but this actually caused a lot of tension because if you remember, he works for a brewery in Germany. The brewery owner was not happy that he was marketing a different beer. But Erwin also had some beef because the brewery company was using Erwin's story for marketing, but they weren't giving him any extra money. And then on top of all that, he was taking tons of vacation time. So the month-long absence caused him to be fired from his job of 10 years. And now we enter the third trip, The Limits of Celebrity. So, folks, it does not get any happier for Erwin Cruz. Um, He returned for a third and final trip to Bangor from February 24th to March 17th, 1979. This time, he paid out of his own pocket, and when he arrived, there was little fanfare. No standing ovations, no random invites to various um, human interest organizations, um... And as Annie said, he lost his job, so he came to Bangor looking for a job. And so now that he had lost his job, he came to Bangor looking for a job. Kind of makes you think of Viva La Vida, you know, like, I used used to to rule rule the world. The world, yeah. (laughs) And he went for the dramatic interpretation. I went straight to the the streets I used to own. So did he get a job? He does, and this is this is very Viva La Vida, very dramatic irony. He was offered a janitorial position at the Bangor Mall, the very same one that he cut the ribbon for. And he had to deny the job, and it wasn't, like, some snobby reason, like, he thought he was, you know, better than a janitor. Um, it was really because he realized he couldn't live off a $480 a month minimum wage job. Wow, really makes you think about, you know, what it means to have a living wage in America, then and now. So he gave an exit interview to the Bangor Daily News when he was leaving, and he said he was grateful for the job offer and the kindness of strangers, but ultimately decided that this trip was a mistake. Um, He has not returned since, but in true... German fashion, he is paying annual property tax on that little plot of land he got during his first trip, and he has really never been heard from again. I should say that he was paying the property tax for many years after the trip, but 
the last article that was written that said that was like 20 years ago so no one knows if he's alive anymore Mm. so as as far as we know his location and you know his current mo has been lost if anyone knows please send us an email (laughs) hey at (laughs) devsub.com still he has quite the legacy he was featured in the main coast guide as late as 2009, just such an icon. He is the subject of a ballad recorded by a Maine folk singer, Wendell Austin. Yeah, well, also, um, I tried looking for that ballad by the folk singer, but I couldn't find anything. It is in the Wikipedia article. The Wikipedia article source leads to a newspaper article claiming that there is a song about Cruz, but I couldn't find anything on YouTube once again. If you or a friend or someone you know may have possession of this record, please email us at hey at Um And then lastly, for his legacy, the Bangor Daily News, a few months ago, they had a headline, welcome everyone as if they're German tourists. And it was written in light of a lot of the anti-AAPI um, violence that was going on and this author talked about this thing like the cruise rule like let's be very welcoming of people who may not be from here um so you know like he cruise continues to be relevant to this day and you know he was just the funny little german man who made a little mistake but he he continues to live on to this day or so we think i don't know <laughs> at least his memory Anyways, yeah, that was Cruz. Final thoughts? I think that he's an inspiration to all. Uh, treat everyone like they're a German tourist. Amen, um, sister. Make sure you keep listening because we have a segment with a very special guest coming <gasps> Who up. Who could it be? Depths on Wikipedia. Hey, thanks for listening to the Depths of Wikipedia podcast with your hosts Annie Rowerda and Hajin Yu. The main and accompanying theme was composed by Kyle Imperator. For more Depths of Wikipedia content, be sure to follow at Depths of Wikipedia on Instagram and TikTok. And remember, chances are you can get this week's wiki article on a mug at depthsofwikipedia.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and give us a positive review wherever you heard it. And now, your weekly segment. For our final segment, we have a guest. I'm super excited about it. If you follow Planet Money on TikTok, you'll recognize Jack Corbett. He is the Planet Money TikTok guy, and he's also a Wikipedia enthusiast, and we're so excited to have him. Thanks, Jack. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Do you have any favorite Wikipedia articles? Oh, yeah. I have so many. I wouldn't be where I am now without Wikipedia. Uh, actually, I have one that's like I've just been I've been looking at lately, kind of like before I go to sleep. It's like I've been getting into like the lists. I feel like the lists are really solid. Lists. Oh yeah, lists are so great. It's such a good category. It's such a good category. But have you seen lists of lists? Oh yeah, seen that one. Have you seen lists of lists of lists? There's like lists of lists of music. That's 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 a fun one. Um, big fan have you of seen, that. Have you listened to the music of lists of lists of music though? No, it have you? Ha, what about what about what about Franz? Uh, we got Franz list too. Oof. 
Oof. Wow. And we also have Listomania. He was the original, like, celebrity crush. The Phoenix song. What's your favorite Wikipedia article? My my favorite is it's it's list of rogue waves. Which a ro if you don't know what a rogue wave, a rogue wave is like technically it's like when like a wave is more than twice as high as all the other waves around it. And so it's like this insane kind of like freak of nature, huge wave that comes out of nowhere. And this is like there's like a long like you go to the list and there's like this long this long that starts like anecdotally it starts in like the 1800s and they're like this lighthouse that was 200 feet above the water line was hit with the wave and then it like becomes much more like scientific where it's like this one was exactly 30 meters tall but they're just spooky they'll come out of nowhere and like people like we like no one really knows why they why they why they happen they just it's like a fluke of nature and they'll Whoa. just totally destroy boats oh my gosh that's not a tsunami because a tsunami would be bigger. No, it's just one wave. It's, wow. It's like sailors who see them, they just they they describe them as just a wall of water, and oh it just comes gosh. out of nowhere and it comes super fast and it's like. Uh... I feel but like then in... it's gone because it's just it, one. Yeah, but you're also gone too, because it's. No, huge. I think I c I'm built different. I think I could make it. <laughs> I think you could. <laughs> Well, list of rogue waves. Thank you for the recommendation. Check it out on wikipedia.org. Check it out. Be a rogue wave. Whatever your heart desires. Watch um, rogue one. <laughs> our last segment is going to be two truths and a lie, but really it's two real articles and a fake one. Um, our podcast today was about a man who was a German brewery worker. And so I stuck to the topic of beer slash Germany. Um, so two of these are real articles you'll find on Wikipedia. One of them is from my imagination. Annie's really good at these disclaimer. So let's see. First up, um, children, plug your ears. Fucking hell is... <laughs> is the name Whoa. of a German beer. It's named after the Austrian village of fucking, and then hell is German for pale. So there's a whole Wikipedia article about it. Number two, IPA, Pennsylvania, a municipality consisted consisting solely of a brewing company. It was established to get around alcohol taxes. So it's literally like one brewing company, and it's, it's a municipality municipality and then the third one is the london beer flood nine people drowned by a flood of over three hundred thousand oh, okay. gallons okay. of beer shaking his head vigorously wait no i i remember this london one maybe i'm oh you were there if, if, if it's not if it's i was there was it a rogue wave he was there i'm a rogue wave of beer um i think the the IPA feels too specific and complicated to be not true. I feel like fucking hell is the lie. Interesting Whoa. take. Okay, Hajin, what do you think? That was, these usually take us so long and you went like boom, boom, boom. Mentalist over here. Um, okay, I blanked out on the second one. Can you repeat it? IPA Pennsylvania, a municipality consisted consisting solely of a brewing company established to get around alcohol taxes. Okay, um, I think the last one is 
fake because you like doing a lot of disaster related stuff. Okay, so Jack, one of you is correct. You are correct. The fake one is IPA Pennsylvania. Oh, wait, no, he's wrong. We'll edit that out. (laughs) Um. Okay, wait. Sorry. Okay, so in the in the podcast, we'll skip that, and then we'll go to. Wow. Wow. Both of you were wrong. The fake one was actually <laughs> IPA Pennsylvania. Um, the London beer flood, it definitely happened. Read all about it. Fucking hell really exists. Read all about it. Um, thank you for playing and better luck next time. Um, with wow. that, we hope you have a great week and thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was cool.